Welcome back, everybody. Today is uh, October the 11th, 2022, and today I want to talk about something that's kind of near and dear to my heart. I've been watching a lot of, uh, I guess, videos on uh, YouTube about near-death experiences, and um, I want to I wanted to kind of talk about that because I want to I want to talk about the similarities that are in a lot of the NDEs that uh, I'm 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 researching and uh, I've read quite a few books on it. Um, there is a Dr. Morse M O A R S E I believe who has written several books on near death experiences um, and. I won't go into that, but uh, a lot of the similarities of the stories that he shares with children who had near-death experiences um, are, are really important. Um, one of the things, or not one of the things, but several of the similarities that people talk about is they, they talk about um, floating above themselves, seeing themselves, and almost like they... They don't recognize themselves, you know, because it's so foreign to look down and see yourself because we don't do that unless we look in the mirror. And uh, they talk about uh, the tunnel, different kinds of tunnels. There's tunnels that are dark. There's tunnels that are uh, light. There's tunnels that have uh, colors. Um, Some tunnels are long. Some tunnels are very short. It just depends on the experience that the person has. Uh, They talk about a light, a warm light that they feel loved. Uh, They feel loved like they've never felt loved before in their life. They can't explain it. It's just a, it's a, uh, it's a unique feeling of complete and utter uh, love and acceptance. And uh, they talk about, some of them call it a spirit guide. Um, Others call them Jesus or God, or, or they talk about seeing dead relatives you know um, the, a lot of them talk about the colors that there are colors there that uh, that they don't they've never seen before uh, that their vision is 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 clear and they're they're it's clearer than they've ever um, seen before I mean it's almost like they have uh, the like binoculars and they can see far away clo- and, and very clearly um, the the other the other consistent thing too is um, is that they don't talk with their mouths they communicate telepathically and um, and of course you know they're all near death experiences so they come back they get to tell their story um, you know obviously those who stay don't uh, get to come back and tell it for obvious reasons but anyway um, I, I find that this research is very very uh, exciting because uh, when I was 19 years old um, I believe it was Jesus Um, he came to me in a in a human form Uh, he came through a tunnel I didn't go through the tunnel he did which was kind of bizarre Um, he came through a tunnel uh, and came to me he was wearing what I would describe only as a terry cloth uh, thick terry cloth kind of a robe that was all one piece. Uh, it wasn't like a robe we have today where you, you know, it opens up and you shut it and then you tie it off. Um, he, I didn't see, you know, any holes in his hands or his wrists. 
um, and, and the terry cloth uh, robe that he was wearing didn't cover it, so it wasn't like it was covered and I didn't know. I didn't see him. There was nothing there. Um, his face was white. It was the brightest, whitest light I've ever seen in my life, but it didn't cause me to squint, if that makes any sense at all. Um, I've seen bright lights before, and as I get older, bright lights are, are more, um, they affect me more um, harshly, I guess, and um, I have a very sensitivity uh, to light now, and uh, not because of what happened then, but just as I get older. Um, but I, I felt that, I felt that, uh, that light, I saw it, his, uh, I had a, uh, this is where I, 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 I compare what I had, which was not a near-death experience. It was just a, it was just an open vision, I guess. I don't know what you'd call it, but I could see the ends of his hair. It was strange. It was almost like I had binoculars and I was looking at his beard and his hair on his head. Uh, I couldn't see the face. It was just completely white. Um, uh, I saw the hairs, the end of the hair was like cilia, and it was moving like in slow motion, like there was a wind blowing it, like a soft wind blowing it. And his hair was white like wool. It looked like uh, if you'd taken a Brillo pad, if you, if they still make those, I don't know, and you were just kind of fray it out and keep pulling and pulling and pulling. It was just like frayed out. His hair was like Brillo. Um, and he didn't, he spoke to me, but he didn't use his mouth. And I remember I, I talked to him, but I didn't use my mouth. And um, he was, uh, I remember feeling very dirty and ashamed when I sat there in his presence and I wanted to literally crawl under a boulder. It's the strangest thing because I'm extremely claustrophobic. Uh, the idea of doing something like that would just, you know, cause me to have a, a mental breakdown. But in that in his presence, I knew that I was just so dirty and nasty and that uh, I was just no good and unworthy and uh, that it wasn't fair for him to stand in my presence, you know what I'm saying? Um, it's kind of hard to explain that, but I wanted to hide from him, not because I thought that I would he would not see me anymore and I'd get, you know, he'd leave or something. But the, my first thought was I wanted to save him from having to be in my presence. I was just so nasty and so dirty. And uh, I remember he didn't show me heaven, but um, the clarity. Uh, it was just, it was, and I think of these people who say they could see. So there was one woman who said she could, she saw this fabric. Um, it was like a, I forget what the fabric was, but she said she could see like as if she were looking at it under a microscope when she looked at it. It was almost as if she could zoom in on it, so to speak. Anyway, there are a lot of similarities, so I can't help but think that, you know, all these people that are given these accounts of their near-death experiences and how they describe this and that, um, it makes me, it makes me believe that you know, one or two people saying it is one thing, but when you have a collection of people who don't know each other, strangers to one another, and yet they're they're saying the same thing. Um, one guy, I just watched one the other day, and this guy said that you know he was not a believer, he did not believe in God, he believed in a in a source, 
but he didn't call it God. He was not what you would call today a Christian or a believer, and that um, he had a near-death experience, and that he was able, he left the earth um, and went out into space, and you know, he said he, he was traveling very, very fast, and uh, it was hard to really tell how fast he was traveling, but he said, I was traveling very, very fast. <clears throat> and he went, he said, you know, whoever, his, he called his spirit guide, was with him and he asked if he could see the moon and he said sure um, and so they went and he he stepped on the moon and he said but I didn't I wasn't weightless like I was thinking I would be like the astronauts you know when they were on the on the moon he said because I was already weightless you know and he said so it was a little bit of underwhelming but it was it was really cool to be there and look at it and then turn back and look at the earth uh, and then he said they they went out into space and they they went very very fast and I you know, from what I'm gathering, they left our galaxy, and uh, not just our solar system, but our galaxy. And uh, he ended up, he said there were uh, other planets um, that had intelligent life on them, and um, he said he was allowed to visit one of them, and he said that they were humanoid like us, but they were tall, and they their structures were built um, almost like a like a crystal kind of, uh, um, I guess, form, or they used something that he said was like glass, but it was were very reflective, and uh, they were very, very advanced in, in their in their civilization. And he said uh, that you know God um, preferred of all of His creation that He preferred us over all the others, but He had um, what was the word He used? He said that. God just commanded us to love one another. Anyway, all that being said, he came back and um, he became a believer. He said, you know, I, I do believe in God now. And so I say that to say this. I hear people say, well, they died and they went to hell. And, I, you know, I have to examine what, what the Bible says about hell. And um, I know that death, hell, and the grave are three different descriptions of a place where the dead would go. And um, prior to Christ, there was a place called paradise. And so people that don't believe in God, you know, I was always raised in a, in a Christian uh, religion that said, if you don't believe in God, when you die, you go to hell. And hell was this place with burning brimstone and fire. And, you know, Satan was down there and all of his demons. And you were tortured day and night, and, you know, 24-7 and forever and a day. And, you know, all of eternity you're tortured. And so... As I, I mean, I just accepted that as, as that, that is just what it was because that's the way I was raised and I didn't question it because, I, you know, I, I never planned on going there um, and I always believed that uh, I wouldn't go there. Not that I'm uh, worthy to go to heaven. I'm not. I'm, 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 a, I'm very not worthy to go to heaven. I've done nothing to deserve to go to heaven, but it's God's love for me that, that will take me to be with Him. Um, but then I got to thinking about it as I got older, and a friend of mine and I, we, he and I were talking about it, and, and um, he's a lawyer, and he was talking about judgment, and you know, and I and and I said, well, and he may have said this, it might have been him. I, I'll I'll just credit him with it because probably was he's a lot smarter than I am. He said that um, you know if people go to hell as soon as they die, then that's sort of a prejudgment sentence, and. Um, 
And I thought about it and thought about it, and I mulled it over. And I said, you know, the Bible says that those believe on Christ, those who believe in Christ, have everlasting life, and um, those who don't have death, basically. And so I um, started doing some research in the Bible, and I thought, well, you know, if somebody were to leave this world and their spirit were to continue um, existing, you know, they're an energy form. Um, if they were to com- to continue to exist in 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 that spiritual form, then they're living forever. Then then that the word that says you know uh, the penalty of sin is death, and and Jesus is the only person who can cover that. If that's the if that's true, then number one, it's contrary in my opinion to the Bible because I don't believe people would go to hell and then then be cast in the lake of fire. Um, it would be a pre-sentence judgment, and then when they were judged at the great white throne of judgment, then um, they would be judged again. So. You know, some people might argue and say, oh, well, you know, they go there as a holding place, you know, but I personally do not believe that people who die, who are bound for hell for whatever reason, um, go to hell and suffer. Now, that might be my mistake. That might be, you know, I may be totally wrong here, but I just, I I don't see that because I I think it's contrary to the living forever. I think that they're asleep. I think that their soul is asleep, and I think that their spirit is asleep, and I think it's just total darkness for them, like sleeping, like being put down uh, when you're in surgery. You know, you, you don't know that you exist. You don't know anything. You're just in the ground. You're awakened to be judged because it says that in you know in the great white throne of judgment that the the sea gave up its dead and that uh, death hell and the grave gave up their dead which was the grave death hell and the grave were all one word but three different words to describe the same thing kind of like I'm a father I'm a I'm a husband I'm a um, I'm an uncle and I'm a grandpa you know so there's there's lots of titles to what I am but yet I'm the same person so I believe they're awakened, then they're judged, and if their name is not found written in the Lamb's book of life, according to Scripture, if it's true, then they're cast into what's called the lake of fire. And the lake of fire, of course, is um, the second death. Now, I don't think their physical body is resurrected. I think that their spiritual body is, is um, something that doesn't go on I mean it doesn't stay on the earth with the physical body it goes to back to the to the spiritual realm and I think that is what is cast into the lake of fire and I don't think they're tortured for all of eternity in the lake of fire uh, the word says that um, the lake of fire where you know the fire never dies but it doesn't say anything about them suffering it only talks about the antichrist and the false prophet and Satan himself suffering um, and it could be a different type of suffering. I'm not really sure. But I mean, if you think about, God says that He loves us more than we could love our own children. Now, I love my child deeply, um, and I'm not even God, but I can't imagine taking my son or my daughter and digging a hole out back in my backyard and filling it with oil and gasoline and then setting it on fire and throwing them into it. 
I couldn't imagine doing that. I can't imagine that they would do something so evil, so bad, that I would want to do that. And even if you say, well, you know what, Hitler deserves to go to hell because he killed 8 million Jews plus, you know, I might argue that, you know, okay, we like the idea of punishment, you know, we like the idea of someone being punished, but I mean, what would heaven be like if your daughter or your son or your mom or your dad or your loved one was suffering in hell? If I mean, how would you live the rest of, 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 of eternity knowing that you have loved ones, even if you didn't know anybody in hell, just knowing that someone's over there in that great gulf, that great lake of fire, and they're being tortured for all of eternity. I think the compassion inside of us would rise up and we would, we would, we would fight for them, you know, because it's one thing to see someone suffer and you say, well, they deserve it. But then as it goes on and on and on and on, you know, we, we sort of, we sort of want that to stop. You know, we like, that's enough. That's, you know, that's, that's more than enough. You know, it's like someone getting a beating. When I was a child, my father would whip us and he would whip us with a belt. And it would go on and on and on and on and on and my mother would never stop it and sometimes he'd hit us 25, 26, 30 times with a belt. And I used to wonder, how much more can I take, you know? Was it really, did the punishment fit the crime? Was I that bad? And you may say, well, you're, you know, your thinking is skewed from the father that you had on earth. But, you know, I just don't believe that the God that loves me so much would, would punish me and, and torture me in somewhere, in some place like that. Or anyone else for that matter. I don't, you know, I know there's some horrible things I can think of that people do to each other. And, and yes, they, there needs to be some accountability, but for the life of me, I can't imagine anybody that I'd want to send to hell, even, even the worst among us, you know, I just, and I just, I don't know, I just, I really struggle with that. And maybe you do too, maybe you don't, maybe you're thinking this guy's lost his mind, of course there's hell. You know, we want to believe that there's a hell. We want to believe that there's a heaven because we don't want to believe that, you know, all this, all this uh, crap that we put up with down here and the sacrifices that we make to try and be good, try and do the right thing is without merit. And so we want to believe that on the opposite side of that, on the reverse side of that coin, that those who do bad and horrible and unspeakable, detestable things um, will be punished. And um, because that's just, that's how we think. That's what we think. And that's, you know, it's, it's really, a, it's a, the Catholics really um, perfected the whole idea of hell, in my opinion. But back to the NDE, this, this guy that died and said that he, you know, he went to another place and that the, he called it a spirit God, you know, took him and told him that he's loved and God loves him and you know, he's loved beyond measure. You know, if if he were such a bad person because he re, you know he didn't accept Christ or he rejected the the idea that there is a one God who creates everything, then don't you think that they would have taken him straight to hell? You know, um, maybe perhaps you know he didn't die. Uh, perhaps all this research is just simply the mind and its way of dealing with uh, death. You know, maybe it's all wrong. You know, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. 
I don't know, but I just thought it was worth talking about and going into and maybe get your get you to think about it a little bit. And uh, I don't know. That's just where I stand on it. Um, maybe ask yourself, really, do you think people deserve to go to hell? You know, you might say, yeah, they do. But then what separates them from us? You know, I mean, I know that I believe in Christ, but I believe in Christ because I was raised to believe in Christ. What about Buddhists or Muslims or, you know, um, other people, other religions that don't embrace that? And then what about the atheists? What about those who were never raised around God at all? You know, um, I, I just think I have so many questions. I don't understand it. And it's easy to say it's cut and dry. It's this way. It's black and white. It's, you know, it's right or wrong, you know. Um, but I just don't think it's that easy. I just don't think it's that easy at all. I think it's a lot harder than we, I mean, I think it's a lot simpler than we make it. We make it harder than it should be. But that's my thoughts. Um, maybe you got thoughts too, and maybe you got different opinions. But anyway, that's all I got for today. Thanks for listening, folks. Have a great day. Mm-hmm.